here. I'm your host, Leslie Randolph. I'm a self-confidence coach for teenage girls and the self-confidence coach you wish you had as a teen. Honestly, I'm the self-confidence coach I wish I had as a teen because I know I could have saved myself and my mother a whole lot of heartache if I'd only known then what I know now. I hope to save you some of that suffering by sharing the lessons I learned late in life right here on Why Didn't They Tell Us. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, happy people. Welcome back to Why Didn't They Tell Us. I'm I'm laughing to myself as I kick off this episode because I usually start these episodes with a proclamation about how happy and excited I am to be back in the room with you. And of course I am. But I'm feeling a lot of other feels about today's episode. A little anxious, a bit of dread, some nerves. (laughs) I'm really selling it, right? You're like, oh, should I stick around? You should, I promise. Please do. It gets better. Now, the laugh is because those feelings completely underscore the key message of today's episode, which is focused on how to do hard things. Today's topic is another request from you, my my confidence crew. I thought I'd start calling my lovely listeners my confidence crew. <laughs> you know who you are, the ones that uh, tune in here every other week. You go and you you grab the free guides I create for you so you can confidently go after goals in your life. You follow along on social. And you you are a special bunch because you're not just tuning in and following along, you're taking the lessons learned here out there into your world to go and to be and do achieve what you want. And often what what you want to achieve is hard. Like there's no poetic way to say it. It's hard. It's uncomfortable. It's uncertain. It requires commitment and consistency, maybe discipline and determination. That's not easy. I see you. <laughs> and I and I say, I know it's not easy. Y'all tune in here every other week for tips and tools and words of wisdom to make it easier. But the work happens in your world. I often tell my amazing clients who come to see me week after week that that the magic, it doesn't happen in the room with me. That's where the learning happens, right? That's the tips, the tools, the strategies, where we look at the obstacles and we create the strategies to overcome them. But the work, the heavy lifting, it happens out there in their world. That's where those self-confidence muscles get strengthened and challenged. It's hard. Now, Glennon Doyle told us, we can do hard things. And if you're like me, when Glennon Doyle tells us something, we listen. But how? How do we do hard things? Well, I'm going to tell you what I know. I'm going to tell you my how, because I've done a lot of hard things in my life, and this is what I wish I had known sooner. 
And I know you are doing a lot of hard things in your life. A lot of you have said, you know, I set this big New Year's resolution. I'm going after this goal. I'm not quitting. But man, it feels hard. (laughs) So stick around. This one's for you. That being said, a bit of a disclaimer before we dive in. Like everything we do here, (laughs) this is not one size fits all. That's why coaching is so effective because we can tailor make the tools for you. (laughs) But I'm going to offer what I know from my research, from my clients, and from my world on today's show. Try on what I teach today. See if it fits, right? It ain't couture. It's off the rack. (laughs) So if it doesn't, adjust, my friend. See how you can make it yours. And if you want one-on-one support, please click the link in my show notes for a free call with me. And we can tackle it together. Tailor-made. Okay. How to do hard things. First and foremost, stop telling yourself that it's hard. (laughs) That's the laugh I was having at the top of the show. To even talk about doing hard things brings up all those feelings that I talked about. The dread, the anxiety, the nerves. Now imagine you are out in your world trying to do hard things. Not just talk about them, do them. Truly, unless you're driving, don't do this. But I want you to close your eyes. Take a moment and visualize your goal. Bring it to your mind's eye. You got it? Now tell yourself, this is going to be hard. How does that feel in your body? What emotion does it bring up for you? Is it anxiety? Maybe. Is it dread? Possibly. Maybe panic? Those feelings are going to determine what you do and don't do next. If you've been tuned in to, I think it was either goal setting part one or part two, um, we talk about emotional fuel. Those feelings are not just vibrations in our body. They, They are fuel. They determine what we do and don't do next. Y'all know what you do when you feel anxious? When you feel dread, when you feel panicked, I promise you it ain't rolling up your sleeves and tackling the task at hand. More likely, you're tapping out on that goal because no matter how enticing the goal is or how amazing the finish line will feel, you've already decided that the journey is going to be hard. Your beautiful brain does not want to do hard. I know you come here for inspiration and motivation, but I have to offer a bit of biology to really drive this point home. Your brain has one job, one job only, and that is to keep you safe and to keep you alive. And with this purpose, which like, pretty important, right? Thank you, brain. I appreciate you keeping me safe and alive. But with this sole purpose, Your brain on its default setting is hardwired to seek out pleasure 
and to avoid pain. I was, as I was putting together the, the notes for today, I thought about this through the lens of like your alarm clock. I would argue that when you wake up first thing in the morning, your brain is very much on its factory level default setting, right? And remember, on that default setting, your brain is seeking pleasure and avoiding pain. Pleasure equals safe and alive. Pain equals threat and danger. So the alarm clock goes off. And what do you do? You snooze. Of course you do. What could be more pleasurable than your warm and cozy bed? What could be more painful than the workout you said last night when your brain was on its deliberate setting? focused on your goal of more movement and improved physical health and some time for you. From this vantage point, you can see that snoozing doesn't make you lazy, doesn't make you weak or undisciplined or whatever label you want to put on it. It makes you a human with a human brain. And your human brain is doing exactly what it is meant to do keep you safe, keep you alive, seek out pleasure, avoid pain. And for many of us who haven't done this work on, on a consistent uh, basis, we are very much operating on our default setting. My brain goes to default all the time. It is a skill to switch over to that deliberate setting. The one that focuses on the goal, the one that gets out of bed and does the thing you are gonna do. So my tip for when you set your sights on doing hard things is to stop telling yourself it's going to be hard. So a bit of a coach confession here. Um, one of the hard things that I have done in my life is I've battled with addiction. Um, and I remember that when I decided that I was going to quit one of my addictions, um, which was Nicorette gum. I had quit smoking many years prior, yet I was very addicted to nicotine gum. And the way that my brain was working was that every time I thought about quitting, immediately I heard this voice that said, that's going to be so hard. Now, what do we do when we think something's going to be so hard? We don't do it. We avoid it. Pleasure over pain safe and alive, right? And so I remember waking up one day and I said to myself, what if I decided it could be easy? What if I told myself it could be easy? And y'all, just even opening that window of possibility that it could be easy, this one thought, this simple shift, I did it. And for about three hours, I believed that voice in my head. For three hours, it was easy. Years, years I've been telling myself it could be hard. Every three hours, it was easy. Now, three hours later, my brain was like, you lied. You lied to us. This is very, very hard. And at that point, I needed to find some new thoughts. I also needed to be willing to sit in that discomfort of when it feels hard. That's the hard, the feeling. 
of it feeling hard. And I showed myself so much love and so much compassion. And I let that urge be there. I let that discomfort be there. But simply shifting from this is going to be so hard to what if it was easy? That that was all I needed to just get going. Sometimes we just need to get going. And truth be told, there are a lot of things I still need to get going on. This one worked for me for years. Just that simple shift, that mindset shift from default, this is going to be hard to deliberate. What if it could be easy? Changing what I thought. And it started with changing what I thought about the goal. But then a lot of it really became focused on what I thought about me. And that leads me to my second tip, which is simply to find something better to believe about you. (laughs) As a confidence coach, you know I love a powerful and empowering belief that focuses on you and your ability to do, be, and achieve what you desire. But that requires you turn down the volume on the default, or as I sometimes call it, the bully brain, and turn up the volume on the deliberate bestie brain. The one that knows how strong you are. The one that knows how capable you are. The voice that says, you got this, and I got you. We can do this. Rather than focusing on how hard the goal will be, choose to focus on who you are and how capable you are of achieving it. Listen, I know this one is hard. This is the one the majority of my clients struggle with. And it goes back to that beautiful brain of yours. In its effort to keep you safe and alive, it also finds and focuses on all your faults, all your failures, all your weaknesses. Versus noticing, acknowledging, and magnifying your gifts and your goodness. This is why I keep driving home the message of a default and deliberate brain. A bestie and a bully brain. You get to decide which voice gets the volume. You get to decide which voice you think is true. You get to decide what you believe about you. My friend, choose the bestie. (laughs) And when she feels really far away, and on the days that it feels really hard, she will. (laughs) Just add that line to your belief. I'm choosing to believe. I'm choosing to believe I am strong. I am choosing to believe I am capable. I am choosing to believe in me. That is a choice that you can always make. And when doing hard things, I hope you choose it because you are worth the work that is on the other side. So, my final tip for when going after hard for when going after hard goals is to simply ask yourself How can I make this easier? It is so simple, yet so powerful. Asking yourself, how can I make this easier, is both an act of self-love and a strategy for personal development. 
It is a key piece to making your dreams a reality. Why? Because it's human nature to avoid the hard. It is human nature to not even set the goal if we think it's going to be hard. I've worked with clients who who wanted to focus on their physical health, but were convinced that the only way to do it was through this grueling regimen that required sacrifice and willpower and grind. And I'm just going to say the word grueling again, the grueling workouts, the grueling routine. It sounds hard, right? Listen, it sounds awful. It sounded awful to me. It sounded awful to them. And when they thought it was awful, they didn't even want to try, right? Awful is hard. And hard has us wanting to avoid or to not even try. So I asked, how could you make it easier? A lot of times we can make the journey easier than we originally think if we are willing to consider what that could look like. That maybe the one and only way to achieve that goal is in fact not the one and only way. I I know this is a, a simple one, but simple, listen, avoid pain, seek pleasure. Our brain loves simple. But one of my goals this year was to drink more water and to start taking multivitamins. Um, and I found that this was very hard for me. So I asked myself, how could I make it easier? And I realized that when I had to remember to drink the water and had to go looking for the vitamins, it was like a hard step in the way. I know this is so simple, right? So what did I do? I stacked it with my coffee routine. I said, listen, when we wake up in the morning, default brain, <laughs> default brain really wants coffee first thing in the morning. So I was like, we're just going to remind default brain, hey, we're going to make the coffee. And while we do, we're going to drink a glass of water and we're going to take those vitamins. And you know what? Those vitamins are right next to the coffee maker so that my brain doesn't have to do any work. It's like, thank you. You made this so easy. It's right there. Simple. How can I make this easier? My friends, I have to end this episode, not with a recap, but with, with another why didn't they tell us. Listen, sometimes it's hard. The journey to the goal might be hard. Life might some days be hard. I hope you hear me when I say this. This episode is not about avoiding the hard. This work, coaching, it is not about avoiding the hard. You can't. And that's why self-confidence is so critical. One of the key components of self-confidence is being willing to feel all the feels without losing belief in you. And when it's hard, that's when belief in you is so important. We can't avoid the hard, but we can choose not to magnify it. We can choose to believe in our strength, our ability and capability in the face of it. 
And we can always ask ourselves, how can we make it easier? Not to tap out, but to keep going. Why didn't they tell us that? And there's a lot more to talk about that, right? There's a lot more of how do we feel those feelings? How do we lovingly take care of ourselves when we feel those feelings? Well, I think we know a future episode, so stick around. Till next time, my friends. Love what you hear? Well, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at confidencecoachforgirls.com. That's confidencecoachforgirls.com. Or email me at lesliethelifecoach at gmail.com. That's lesliethelifecoach at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you.